Bitch. Is that better? Is bitch better? Is bitch better? Is bitch better? Hey, bitches. Welcome back to another episode of Bitches Better. I'm your host, Raven, and it's been a minute. And I have missed y'all so much. Um, as you know, I've had a lot going on. Uh, if you're new to the pod or you missed it, um, my grandma and my future mother-in-law were very sick and not doing well. And unfortunately, my grandma passed away. And then six days later, my future mother-in-law passed away. So as you can imagine, it's been really difficult for me, my fiance, and just both of our families. So I really needed to just take a break and take some time and process everything. Um, So I just want to thank y'all for all of these sweet messages and like prayers and everything. And thank you for your patience and sticking by me during this time. It really meant a lot. And I, I love y'all so much. Um, okay. Enough of the sad stuff. <laughs> Let's get down to business. It's been well over a month since I've recorded an episode and so much shit has happened. So today, I'm going to go through all of the things and just get my thoughts out because, wow, okay? Um, But first, I want to remind everyone to head over to patreon.com slash bitchesbetter and become a patron. You'll get access to bonus episodes. Uh, You can see video recordings of the episodes I record with guests. Uh, Once a month, I'm doing a Zoom happy hour with the patrons and a bunch of other fun stuff that you don't want to miss out on. So go over there and become a patron. And if you don't want to do that, you know, just yet, because I think you will eventually. Um, you know, if you just left me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, not only would it make my day, but it helps other people find the podcast. And that's what we want, you know, so the show can grow. Okay, I'm done with the self-promotion. So I think the best way to do this is to just go show by show and say how I'm feeling about them so I'm not just rambling. (laughs) But I do want to start off by talking about some of the trash ass men on Bravo because they have really been acting up lately, haven't they? And you know, I'll never pass up an opportunity to talk shit about men. (laughs) We all know this. (laughs) Okay, here we go. First up, JL from Below Deck Sailing. This man, this this boy, is a lying piece of shit. Okay, so I mentioned on here a few months ago that JL was allegedly but totally the father of Danny's then unborn child. But in the last couple of weeks, and especially last week with the reunion, um, shit really hit the fan. So first of all, congratulations to Danny and Danny only, since JL wants to deny the fact that this is his baby. Um, She had a sweet little baby girl and she's adorable. So congratulations to her. Now, like I said, these rumors have been swirling for a minute now, but it was addressed on the reunion, uh, which JL was conveniently not able to attend because he was on charter. So basically, Danny spoke her piece. And Andy was like, okay, Danny, is JL the father of your baby? And Danny was like, well, the baby was conceived when I was on charter and the only person I slept with was JL. So you do the math. Like, it's pretty simple. 
And honestly, like, she didn't even talk shit about him the way that I probably would have. Like, she just stated the facts. She was like, he asked for a paternity test, and I agreed, but I told him that he needed to pay for it. And he said, okay, but he still hasn't done it. And he still, to this very day, hasn't done it because he is human trash. So the crew was completely on her side, and they're like, we can't believe him, blah, blah, blah. And even on social media, when JL was like making excuses before the reunion aired, everyone was like, JL, like, you're bullshit, and you're a horrible person. Like, shut up. So... After the reunion was filmed, Andy did this like one-on-one with JL and he was asking him about the situation. And this boy did nothing but lie and make excuses and try to look sad and no one was buying it. Okay. Not me, not Andy, and not even JL. Okay. Oh, and JL's mom said on social media that Danny trapped him because she was desperate to be a mom. Yes, his mother said that about another woman. Like, it's no wonder that JL's behaving the way that he is. Like, look at his mom. So they can both fuck off. Oh, while we're on the subject, (laughs) I have one more thought about Below Deck Sailing Yacht uh, since this season is already over. Actually, two things. First thing is, wow, what a fucking season. They did a complete 180. Like I've never seen this before because y'all know the first season was horrible. (laughs) It was horrible and I hated it. But this season was incredible and I loved it. I could hug whoever is in charge of casting. Like you did a great job. I want all the same people back next season with like a minor change, (laughs) which brings me to my next thought. So obviously, JL does not need to be invited back for obvious reasons. We hate him. But this isn't about him. It's about Glenn. (laughs) So so y'all know I do not like that man, okay? And I just realized that I've only said that on the podcast, I guess. Because, honey, I posted about it on Instagram the other day, and the Glenn stands ate me up, okay? (laughs) They didn't eat me up, but they were defending him ferociously. And I, y'all, I just do not get it. I don't get it. So, you know, my thing with him is our spirits just don't agree. Something about him just does not sit right with me. And I did get a lot of DMs agreeing with me on that. So that was cool. But I just, I cannot put my finger on it just yet, but I will eventually. The reason will reveal itself and I will have an amazing I told you so moment. (laughs) And it's going to be great. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, on the reunion, Andy was asking people if they were single or whatever. And Sydney was like, yeah, um, I'm actually dating a captain, but from a different boat, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, cool, I guess. I don't really like you, so it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> but when Andy asked Glenn uh, the same question, he was like, oh, yeah, I get a lot of DMs, and I'm not celibate, so let's just say that. Like, <laughs> okay, you just answer the question like a normal person, sir. Like, don't do this. So then a couple of days ago... Glenn posts a photo with Sydney and the caption said, I guess the news is out. And then it had like the smiley face emoji with the sunglasses on and everyone on Instagram was like, pardon? So then shortly after he edits the caption and he adds in the news is Sid and I are great friends and she's dating a captain, a different captain with the tongue out emoji. Um, good one. <laughs> what the fuck? Y'all know I hate pranks. And like stupid jokes and like 
One of the main reasons that I hate pranks like this, it's because they're hardly ever funny, much like this one. But everyone was eating it up. And I'm just so confused. Like, I do not understand the appeal. Like, are y'all just being nice to him? Like, I don't get it. It's corny, and it's annoying, and it's not even close to being cute. Like, stop. So then, because so many people gassed up this stupid-ass joke, he goes on to post a photo of him and Gary, and the caption to that one said, Okay, just to clarify before I blow up the internet again. No, Gary and I are not dating. We are very close, but I can assure you it's purely platonic. He's too much of a player for me. Oh my god. Good one, Glenn. You were so hilarious. I cannot even stand it. Like, stop it. Seriously, stop. Okay, I'm done with Glenn and JL. Moving on. Scott, Contessa's husband. Okay, so I don't know if y'all remember, but when Contessa was making comments about the possibility of Scott um, cheating earlier in the season, I was like, what the fuck? Because it seemingly like came out of nowhere, right? I was even like, uh, now, like, what are you doing in your spare time? Like, is this a projection situation? Like, are you cheating? This is weird. I owe her an apology because it would appear that he is in fact cheating. Okay. <laughs> at, le- at the very least, he's doing some like sneaky, inappropriate shit and I will not stand for it. Like, You've got poor Contessa over here trying to make this marriage work and, you know, get Scott's ass to go to therapy with her. And he's like, absolutely not. I'm not doing that. No, no, no. And she's like, okay, whatever, fine. I guess I'll just do it by myself. Then he randomly reveals that he's been talking to a life coach, and yes, that's in quotes, for seven months. But he's not paying her to coach his life, okay? And he didn't think it was important enough for him to mention this to his wife, Contessa. What the fuck? And what the fuck is a life coach? Like, no offense to any life coaches out there, but that to me is not an acceptable alternative to therapy. It's just not. Like, looking at you, Karen and Ray Huger, really just Ray. (laughs) I love you, Karen. Anyway, it's bullshit. But Even still, like, if I was Contessa, I'd be like, okay, so you don't want any therapy, but you're open to this life coach shit. Like, why wouldn't you tell me that? I'm your wife, your life partner, your teammate. Like, you should be sharing this with me. Because if you did, I would have said, well, why aren't you paying her? And you, oh, you found her on Instagram? Well, that sounds fishy. Who is this bitch? This is inappropriate. He's totally cheating, right? emotionally cheating at the at the very least because like what are y'all talking about your hopes and your dreams like let me know bitch let me know something and then on the trip when he gets confronted about it all like all he does is lie and say oh no my super secret life coach isn't a woman it's a man a pardon <laughs> so were you lying then or are you lying now like either way we have an issue We also have an issue because he's pulling Contessa away from her friends and the situation in which he's being confronted before she can even speak on it. Like, I hated it. I hated it. And y'all know I'm not even like a Contessa fan, but this whole thing is just so fucked up. The whole episode, I was like, get a divorce, get a divorce, like seriously. And it's almost as if she heard me because apparently she snuck him with the divorce. (laughs) Like at the reunion, you know, they were talking about her relationship and 
Andy asked if divorce has come up for them. And she was like, yeah, I filed. And Scott, you know, the husbands were like backstage, like watching it. And Scott was like, wait, what? And then he stormed the stage like those animals did at the Capitol in January. And I was like, oh my God. And of course, that was the end of part one of the reunion, but it was so good. So good. Um, you know, I'm going to have Steve Faces by Bravo come back on and we're going to get, <laughs> we're going to get into all three parts of the reunion once they air. Okay, moving on. Mike, Mike from Shaws of Sunset. Surprise, surprise. Mike is cheating again and he's lying about it again. So basically, there were some inappropriate uh, text messages from Mike to a woman, sexual in nature. And Paulina finds out, and then she texts everyone in the group about it. And they're like, oh, great. Like, why, like, why are you involving us in this? So everyone confronts Mike, and he denies it. What? Can I speak? <laughs> and he denies it. <laughs> And then he switches up and says that Reza told him that Gigi sent the text. And Gigi was like, I beg your pardon, bitch. Like, (laughs) I did nothing of the sort. And she confronts Reza about it. And he's like, I didn't say that. You know, Mike be lying, which is true. But Reza is a liar and an all around horrible person, too. So, like, I think he sent the texts. All right. Even if he did send the text, like, I'm willing to bet (laughs) that Mike is still doing some cheating, like, somehow, someway, because that's what he does. Just like Jax Taylor. Mike and Jax are the same person, and I'm willing to die on this hill. Argue with the wall. And I know I'm ranting about men, but, like, I also have to say that I'm very annoyed. (laughs) I'm very annoyed by Destiny, as usual. She is just so damn extra. And I don't enjoy her brand of extra because, like, there's nothing wrong with extra, but just, like, when she does it, it's not for me. It's like she's putting on for the cameras and I'm not here for it. Like, dial it down some. Ugh. Okay. (laughs) I'm done talking shit about men (laughs) for now. (laughs) I mean, am I ever really done? No. Anyway... I'm going to do bad bitch, horrible bitch now. Okay, so horrible bitch, I've got a list. What's new? Literally all of the men that I just talked about are horrible bitches. Also Peacock for trying to bully me into downloading yet another streaming app as if I don't have a hard enough time keeping track of what I am watching and where it even is. Fuck off, Peacock. Also, Bill Cosby and whoever allowed him to be released from prison today. Also, Jamie Spears. I don't know if y'all have been, of course, you've been keeping up with it. The Britney Spears uh, conservatorship case. Like, there is a special place in hell for that man. Free Britney. That's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. Now my bad bitches. I've also got a list. Okay. First of all, Alana Glazer and Abby Jacobson of Broad City, also known as my new favorite show. I randomly came across this hilarious yet relatable show on Hulu a couple of weeks ago, and I immediately fell in love. If you watched it, then you already know how hilarious it is and why I'm obsessed. If you haven't, you need to watch it. I literally laugh out loud. And like, I'm just sad that I didn't discover this show sooner because it is everything. 
Um, next bad bitch is Carlos King. Now, if y'all don't know Carlos, then you need to get to know him. Okay. He's a TV producer that has worked on Real Housewives of New Jersey, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Love and Marriage Huntsville, Don't Be Tardy, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, and like many more. But his latest work of art, yes, work of art is called The Encore and it's on BET. So Basically, it's taken a bunch of women from these R&B girl groups from the 90s and early 2000s and put them in this house, and they've given them 30 days to work together and record an album. There's nine women, okay? So as you can imagine, it is a mess. Y'all, they got Shamari from Black, also Real Housewives of Atlanta. Keely from 3LW, Aubrey from Danity Kane, Felicia and Fallon from Cherish, Lamisha and Irish from 702, Pam from Total, and Nivia. She wasn't in a group. She's always been a solo artist, but she's just like so great. They had to put her in there. Anyway, run. Do not run. Don't walk and watch the show. It's so good. Also, the entire cast of Family Karma, because this season is absolute fire. They're doing a great job. It's so fucking good. Okay. Now let's talk about some news, shall we? (laughs) Kelly Dodd has been fired. I never thought I'd see the day. And I mean never, but here we are. And Heather Fancy Pants Dubrow is coming back as a full-time housewife, and I'm thrilled. I've always loved her snobby ass, okay? So I don't... (laughs) I don't know. I guess I can watch OC again. Um, Will it be good? Probably not. But but at least I'll be able to enjoy some parts of it. DVD. Oh, also Bronwyn got fired and uh, the other lady that was new. I don't I don't know her. So whatever. You know who I'm talking about. And if you don't, it doesn't matter. She's gone. (laughs) So Bronwyn was fine with me. I know everyone seemed to hate her last season. I, but I didn't watch it though. So I so maybe that's why she's still fine with me. I don't know. I'm not sad about her exit though. How about that? But sorry if she's sad. I don't know. Whatever. But apparently one of her friends, Noella, is going to be a housewife. So that sucks. <laughs> I mean, it sucks for Bronwyn, not for Noella. Imagine getting fired and then your friend gets the job that you were fired from. Like, <laughs> that's tough. Sorry, Bronwyn. Um... Gina and Emily are still there, which is wild because what are they bringing to the table? I mean, I don't know. It is what it is, but I guess I'm excited to see how Heather interacts with Casita Gina. That should be, (laughs) that should be interesting. Um, oh, oh my God. And while we're on the subject of OC, Kelly Dodd has truly lost her mind. She was coming for Gigi last week. Yes, (laughs) Gigi. Golnessa. From Shaws of Sunset. When I saw Kelly talking her shit, I was like, oh, bitch, you are barking up the wrong tree. You do not want these problems. I promise you. Gigi will fuck you up. Like, for real. She is a loose cannon with a short fuse and a collection of knives. Like, don't play with her. So, how this started, Kelly said that she didn't know Gigi and that she had never heard of her. And Gigi was like, hmm. That's interesting because (laughs) when Andy asked you on one of the OC reunions, which show you'd want to be on, you said Shaws of Sunset. 
<laughs> so when Gigi pointed that out, Kelly, you know, she did her Kelly thing. She kept making these dumb videos, responding with absolute nonsense. She, she wasn't making no sense. And Gigi was just dragging her. <laughs> and of course, Kelly had to get ignorant. And she called Gigi goulash. And she said that she was deaf and dumb. And it's just like, dude, who is Kelly Dodd without saying or doing something wildly offensive? But whatever, Gigi read her for filth, and it was amazing, and it even got to the point that Kelly was like, bitch, if you keep it up, like, I'm gonna sue. Like, what? you're gonna sue? Girl, you started this. Like, you in that mouth. That's why you got fired. Shut the fuck up. And with that, I will never utter her name again. I don't know her. <laughs> Moving on. Kenya posted a photo with Mark and Brooklyn in some tropical location, looked beautiful. Um, but the caption of the photo said family time. And it really bugged me because listen, even if it is like a co-parenting situation, which I mean, do you have to like go on vacations together when you co-parent? And that seems like, (laughs) it just seems extreme. I don't know. I just feel like Mark, he probably presented this to her as, oh, we're just co-parenting and like whatever, because he wanted to fuck with Kenya because he knows, he knows he can just jerk her around forever, you know, and she falls for it every time, every single time. It's pathetic. I just want better for her. Um, she looked amazing in the photo though. She looked really good. Nip slip and all. (laughs) I I don't know if she caught that, but a ton of other people did. So whatever. It's okay. You look good, girl. Now, some excellent news that just made my week. Love Island UK is back, baby. (laughs) Okay. It started on Monday and because it's in the UK, us lame Americans can't watch it in real time unless we do that VPN shit. And I'm not doing that (laughs) because one, I'm too lazy to figure it out. And two, I feel like it's illegal (laughs) and y'all know how scared I am of getting in any sort of trouble. (laughs) So So, if you're like me and you don't want to do the VPN thing, the new season premieres on Hulu Monday, July 12th, and there will be a new episode every damn weekday, just like in the UK. Also, Love Island US starts on Wednesday, July 8th. Is it as good as the UK version? No, but it's pretty fucking good. You know how Below Deck Sailing had just a horrible first season, but the second season was amazing? The same thing happened with Love Island US. So I will be tuning into that one too, and I will be talking about both of those on my Patreon. So make sure you sign up, patreon.com slash bitchesbetter. Also, Love After Lockup is back on, (laughs) and you know I'm talking about that one over on Patreon too. You know how much I love that show. Oh, so messy and terrible. So good. Okay, so let's talk about New York and Beverly Hills for a minute. Now, during my podcast break, I also took a a little break from Instagram. And when I came back, I asked everyone what I missed. One of the things that really stood out to me (laughs) was someone said, Beverly Hills is eating New York. And my first reaction was impossible. Like, no. 
That is impossible because New York, you know, it's like my favorite next to Potomac and Beverly Hills has always been like one of my least favorites. But I was like, okay, you know what? Let me keep an open mind and I will revisit this thought after I get caught up on the shows. Now, I wouldn't go as far as saying Beverly Hills is eating New York because New York to me isn't bad. It's just not... It's just not really for me this season because it is triggering as fuck. Okay. I like Ebony and I think she's great. Okay. And I think that the conversations that she's starting and having with these women is great. It's necessary and everything like that. It's just like not a fun watch, you know? So Beverly Hills is having a more fun season than New York. Um, you know, and that's not usually the case. <laughs> it's it's never the case, let's be real. But it is more fun than New York this season. They're they're having a good time. I think that Kathy is funny, and I definitely like her a lot more than Kim, because y'all know I'm not a fan of hers. Um, but so many people are like standing her, and I can't really get down with that. Like she's cool and everything, but she's not everything. And I'm also holding a slight grudge against her for what I saw in Paris's documentary. So check that out if you haven't already. But you know I love a good grudge. Um, Speaking of which, I'm currently holding a grudge against Sutton. And, you know, only the Lord knows how long it'll last. I, I never know how long my grudges will last. I can't help it. Um, but when I tell you my blood was boiling when she interrupted Crystal while she was in the middle of her, you know, talking about like her experiences with racism and, you know, she just really put her white fragility on full display and she totally lost me when she did that. Like, I don't care if she apologized. I don't care about any statements she's made. I don't care. It's just super triggering. And it's that kind of stuff like sticks with me. Um, if other people want to forgive and forget, you know, that's great. And that's on them. But like, <laughs> it's not for me. And I'm also really confused by all the hate Crystal is getting. They're saying she's snobby and she's being mean to Sutton. Like, <laughs> LOL. First of all, if that is what people are considering mean? I, I, (laughs) I have no words. (laughs) Also, I would absolutely be mean to her after the shit she pulled. I don't care. Judge me if you feel like you need to. Like, I don't care. And you know what else? People stand all kinds of mean and snobby people on Bravo. So like, come up with something else because like, that can't be the reason. You know, people love Nini, Bethany, Tamara, Stassi, Phaedra, and they were plenty mean. Okay. People love Heather Dubrow. I do. (laughs) And even Sutton. And they're both very snobby. Okay. The list goes on and on. But you get what I'm saying. Like, if you just don't like her, because she like rubs you the wrong way, or, you know, you just don't even know why you like, you don't like her. You just don't. (laughs) You know, that's kind of how I feel about Glenn. I've explained that to y'all. You know, just say that. But like disliking her for things you love in other people is weird. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, Also, people are saying that Crystal is blowing things out of proportion, like this whole thing with Sutton. (laughs) I just think that's hilarious, considering the fact that Sutton stays blowing shit out of proportion. (laughs) Come on. Ah, 
moving right along. So, you know, of course I watched The Housewife and The Hustler and yes, I do think Erica knew. Did she know everything? Maybe not, but she wasn't completely in the dark. Like I believe that Teresa was with Joe, like she was in on the shit and it's so awful. So like, I already thought that both her and Tom were guilty before watching this documentary. Um, so my mind wasn't like changed in regards to that, but man, I, I did not realize just how bad everything was with all of the victims and just like hearing from them, like, Oh, it's bad. So definitely watch it. If you haven't yet, they open, they open with Danielle Staub, which was, you know, a choice and a surprise, (laughs) but it was good. Um, Apparently, Erica's going to testify against Tom, so that should be interesting. And, oh, and you know what else? <laughs> the way that Erica announced her divorce to the ladies was absolutely some shit that I would do. <laughs> Ask my friends, okay? They're like, bitch, you don't tell us shit until it's already happened. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> and what about it? Like, <laughs> Let me just send a quick text about this because I'm not trying to have a whole conversation, you know, I don't want to do that all the time. And when I see y'all, I'm just going to act like it's not even a big deal. (laughs) So, so I felt her on that. It it was relatable content for me, (laughs) but like, also I'm not on a reality TV show, so I don't really have to be sharing things like that. So yeah, circling back to New York. (laughs) Yeah. Walk with me here. Um, I haven't fully turned on Leah yet, but I'm getting there. (laughs) I do see it in my future. Like, girl, how can you sit there and put on this front like, oh, you're so woke. And then in the next breath, you're going to be like, "Mm, you know what? I'm not really sure if I'm going to vote in like the most important election of our lives. I don't know. We'll see. And then you get mad when someone says it's irresponsible. Like, bitch, it is irresponsible fuck is wrong with you? And then starting all the shit with Heather for no reason, like girl, bye. That was the most pointless. I'm reaching for some drama shit I've ever seen. And you have to cut it out. You have to. And again, the conversations about race need to happen, but it's just very uncomfortable for me to watch. Am I surprised by the reactions of Lou and Ramona? No course not. But it's still very uncomfortable. And it just, you know, it just like takes me back to all these times that I've had conversations like that. And it's just like, ugh, triggering, uncomfortable, but necessary. Um, and oh, Lou and Ramona, that's, I can't with them. Like, I'm very angry. And I don't know how long this grudge is gonna last either. Woo! And that's all I have to say about that. Um, oh my god, y'all. That was a lot, but we got through it. (laughs) We did it, Joe. (laughs) It feels so good to catch up with y'all. Like this, this was wonderful. I feel, (laughs) I feel lighter. Okay. Now, please go to patreon.com slash bitches better and become a patron or leave a five star rating and review on Apple podcasts. You know, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at mainly Bravo. Um, but you can also, if you don't already, which I think y'all already do, but I'm bringing back the uh, Bitches Better Instagram page. So that is at Bitches Better Podcast. Um, yeah, I'm going to start posting over there again, because why not? 
And you know what? I will be back next week with a less rambly episode, (laughs) maybe, maybe a guest and definitely talking about, you know, all of the shows like I normally do. So yeah, I will talk to you bitches again next week. I love y'all so much. Bye.